G'day, it's Ewan. Welcome to the first ep of the Limestone Coast Our Town podcast. We'll keep you up to date with what is happening in the world of sport and, of course, keep you up to date with what is happening here in our own backyard. First of all, talking key to sale and their key to kindness fundraiser. Gail joins me to tell me all about what's going on. Gail, g'day. Good morning, Ewan. How are you this morning? I am sensational. You guys are working hard to put on what is going to be a great show in the Limestone Coast. Absolutely. Our Key to Kindness Charity Ball is um, coming up on the 2nd of March, um, proudly supporting um, local palliative care services within our community. Um, So we're really excited to be putting on a fantastic night, um, supporting an amazing cause. Now, Gail, you guys have got an amazing guest speaker for the night. Tell me what's going on. Yes, we've got Diane Wright from Colac, who is basically um, a leader in the hospice space in regional Victoria. She has um, dedicated um, a lot of years into creating um, the Anamkara Colac Hospice, which was a community-based funded hospice. And also, um, she also had a lot to do with Anamkara House in Geelong as well. So she has got an amazing backstory about the need for hospice services in regional communities and I think she'll be an inspiring guest speaker for the night for us to for our long-term vision for Mount Gambia. Now Gail as you guys raise funds for palliative care here in the Limestone Coast which is an amazing thing to be doing um, you guys have got some incredible auction items that are going under the hammer. We do, we do. We have Darren Maney from TDC Panola, our auctioneer. Um, He um, is incredible and we'll be making sure people spend lots of money on the night. Um, But we do, we have an amazing backyard party package, um, which will be a fantastic item for people to grab their friends and um, bid on that one. Um, It includes a spit hire, lamb, drinks, fire pit. Um, So that's a really exciting one. We've also got four tickets to the showdown match in Adelaide on the 2nd of May. Um, Corporate box tickets with our pioneers and also some amazing accommodation packages in both Robe and Warnable. For people who want to go to the charity event, how can we get tickets, Gail? Um, you can go straight onto our Facebook page and click on the event link um, on our Facebook page that will take you to Humanitix and you can do all of it online or simply call us at the Key to Sale office and our team will be able to assist you. Gail, we'll catch up over the next couple of weeks. We'll talk more about what is going to be a fantastic fundraiser for the Limestone Coast. Thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you so much, Ewan. This is our town. If you've been up in and around the Coonawarra at the moment, it is a hive of activity. A bloke who knows all about it. He's the head of the Coonawarra Vineyards Association. Hugh, good morning. A very good morning, you and to you. Hugh, over the course of last week, vintage kicked off in the Coonawarra. What's going on? Look, the whites have just started to rear their head, which has just been fantastic. So we've uh, seen our Vinerongs out and about, uh, picking now uh, some of the Riesling, uh, some Chardonnay, uh, some Tramina, and some of the Sauvignon Blanc as well. And we've even seen some um, sparkling base in the form of Pinot Noir being picked as well. So vintage is not only coming, vintage is well and truly on top of us. Hugh, any idea how the 2024 vintage is going to turn out? Is anybody talking at the moment? It's actually been really interesting because we had uh, quite a 
We've had quite a dry period uh, now through through February after quite a wet uh, Christmas and early into January, which was a bit tricky in the vineyards to start with. But um, I think most people are really happy at the moment. The um, the, the initial indications for certainly some of the uh, the white wines are there's some very very good acid in there, which of course leaves some lifts some very good wine um, towards the end of it. So um, the whites are looking very good. The the reds are probably not too far away either now. We're back to almost to a traditional. Uh, March vintage, I think, and then they're looking sort of in March now rather than sort of later April, but uh, that'll be a, a great start too. And by the look of it, the early, the early lot of the uh, Shiraz and also the Cabernet grapes are looking uh, really quite good. So we uh, we think things are lining up for another really good solid, and not just solid, fantastic vintage again in Coonawarra. Hugh, a lot of people over the weekend would have seen just how wonderful it is looking in the Coonawarra with Fringe being there. But uh, at the moment, Coonawarra is looking a picture with the grapevines. Look, it does. This time of year is just wonderful. Um, you've got the grapevines right in absolute full bloom at the moment, just before they start to we move into autumn and those magnificent colours which we get across the vineyards, and that's another great time. In fact, any time of year is a good time to come to Coonawarra, as you all know, you would say. We think it's a magnificent time. We just give fair warning, though, to those who are coming into Coonawarra. So just be mindful, there's a lot more agricultural machinery which is on the road at the moment, uh, yeah, and that can be day and night. So if you're coming up, just be a bit mindful of that. Uh, we are 110 speed zone right the way through the Coonawarra and just be mindful of some of the agricultural machinery is there at the moment as well. Hugh, cannot wait to hear more about what is going on for Vintage. We'll catch up over the next couple of weeks. Thanks for dropping by. Uh, you and it's a delight as always. Thank you ever so much. This is our town. To the OK Pie Shop. Book a pie drive for your next fundraiser. It's the Limestone Coast Sport Shorts, the summer edition. The Limestone Coast Sports Shorts podcast. It is all thanks to the OK Pie Shop, and we are talking baseball. Travis, good morning. Good morning. How are you going? Yeah, good. Travis, what a weekend for baseball out at the Blue Lake Sports Park. Yeah, no, we had a great weekend again. Nice weather, and uh, a lot of people rocked up as well, so it was good. So take us through the winners and losers from the weekend. Yeah, so Division 1, uh, Central defeated Federals 16-5. In the other Division 1 game, Tigers defeated South 14-2. In Division 2, uh, we had a draw, South 5 against Central's 5. Um, the other Division 2 game, Millicent defeated Tigers 12-1. In Division 3, Millicent defeated Central Magpies 11-2 and Tigers lost to Narracourt 16-0 and then Central's 9 defeated South 1. In the big league, under-18s, we had South defeating Tigers 14-7 and in the junior league, we had South Federal's team defeated Tigers 4-1 we had Centrals defeated Tigers 11-8. In the Little League, we had Centrals defeated South 9-4. And in the Minor League, we had another draw with Tigers drawing with Federals 6 all, and that was all for baseball. Travis, we're going to catch up next week. We're going to talk more. Of course, baseball is back this Friday night out of the Blue Lake Sports Park. Thanks for dropping by, mate. Thank you. The Lowestone Coast Sports Shorts podcast, it's all thanks to the OK Pie Shop. Tony Ellison joins me on the line. We are talking girls footy. Tony, good morning. Good morning, Ewan. Good to be back. Tony, huge weekend of games. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, look, there there were some huge scores too. It was one of those rounds where um, 
every game was fairly lopsided, which you don't like to see, but um, that happens in footy. So um, the first game, we had Panola and Nangwari, and um, Panola had a had a really big win. Uh, they're obviously a very experienced side. They're playing some really good footy. Nangwari again had a real crack, and uh, and and certainly aren't throwing in the tower, but um, just that experience and and that understanding of of football at this level will will, will take a little bit of time to come. But uh, certainly Panola looking like they're going to be around the mark for the year. So well done to them. In the second game, again, uh, the Kaibi Bolot, who, again, another really experienced side, had a, had a good 10-goal victory over, over Millicent. Millicent, again, uh, was at Kaibi's home ground, so Millicent had to do the travelling, but, I mean, that's that's part and parcel of the game. But um, that was Friday night, and, and Kaibi are just looking really, really sharp. Uh, they've they've hardly uh, put a foot wrong. So And, again, Millicent will just take their time and, and uh, grow into the season, but I'm sure a win's not far away for them either. Um, Congrong played South Gambia and um, South last week had a, had a good win against Casterton but um, Congrong have been improving every week they've been playing some good footy and, and really pushed Panola last week and today they, uh, sorry yesterday they got a, a good win they had a good 10 goal victory over um, over South which was, was great for the girls and, and they were really celebrating that so well done to the Congrong girls for their first win of the year and in the last game um, Casted are having some a bit of trouble with numbers, but um, Mandala were just really too strong on their home deck, and, and they won by 16 goals. So uh, again, every game was fairly um, one-sided, but uh, the footy and the and the respect the girls are showing to each other is great, and, and and the standards getting better each week. Now I've got to ask a question, Tony. Uh... The competition, although we're we're in the middle of it by now, uh, there is still an opportunity for girls to play footy in the Limestone Coast. There certainly is. Um, as there's all those sides I remember I named there, and then um, North Gambia. So, if if you are interested, there's always people. There's always spots available. We want as many girls playing as as possible. Uh, there's also an under 16 competition that that's uh, just finished before Christmas. But there is there is more and more opportunity for the girls. And uh, I know the the Limestone Coast Regional Sporting Academy have just partnered with Glenelg, and, and they've got a a girls academy started, which is fantastic. And uh, and Glenelg are running their own, uh, or in partnership with the academy, are running their own uh, girls program for a for a larger than a group of girls. So look, the opportunities are there. And as I said to you before, I think you and the there have been some girls that have gone up and, and um, made it to the top level from from our region. So uh, opportunities abound. Tony, we're going to catch up next week. We're going to talk more footy around the region. Thanks for joining us this morning, mate. Good on you, and thank you very much. It's the Lobster Coast Sports Shorts talking cricket, Mount Gambier and District Cricket Association. It is the final round of minor round cricket for the Mount Gambier and District Cricket Association. Jack joins me on the line. Jack, good morning. Morning, Ewan. Tell us all about what happened on the weekend cricket-wise, mate. Uh, yes, as you said, it was the last round of the Barber Shield this week. So, um, Panola, they end up versing against West up at Panola at McCorkendale and yeah, West batted first and posting a massive score of 264, and they were nine down. Um, yeah, all guns fired and leading into the finals for West, so they're looking very strong. Um, Josie DeJong with a 30, Nuan with a 20, uh, Bray Stevenson once again with a 30-odd, and Blackwell with another 30. So, yeah, they really post some big scores, so they'll look to defend that against Panola. And obviously, Panola have a few boys up the top that can make runs, so hopefully off their bat, they might be able to get the job done. So it should be a pretty interesting game there. Uh, the second game, North first down, South down at Maris. Uh, South batted first. I know a really respectable 146. I think they was they were about seven down for about 80 odd, and then yeah, they the power wagged a bit. Um, obviously helped with Robbie Drentham up the top, smashing a 53 off 38 with a few boundaries there. So 
But North went into bat, and they're 332 overnight, so they'll look to get the job done with Elliot Fisher and Nick McInerney at the crease. And then, yeah, in the final game, East versus Malel. Uh, a bit of an interesting day there. Malel batted first, only making 67, um, which, yeah, a bit under par for the boys. But East in reply, they ended up making the score. But they were seven down, which was pretty good for Malel with their bowling efforts. Um, Source ended up taking five for the day. Uh, same with Jack Milley, he made the um, five as well. And um, Dion Stratford, 25 at the bat with Elmo making a, a casual 15. And yeah, Source chipping again with the 20. So it should be an interesting game next year, uh, next week, heading into the second innings. It is going to be a sensational weekend of cricket. Jack, great to talk to you this morning. Cheers, mate. The Lobster Coast Sports Shorts, we're talking softball. Sonia is on the line. Sonia, good morning. Good morning, Ewan. How are you? Yeah, good. Sonia, an upset on Saturday. Tell me all about what's going on oh, in softball. Yeah, there, there were some interesting games. As the the games get closer to finals, um, everyone puts a little bit more of an effort in, and we're getting to the very close now. There's only two more rounds to go, so um, I probably think in the, one of the biggest upsets was um, uh, Concord's White. Um, defeating Wanderers um, 15-7, which was, yeah, um, not not expected at all. So that was an interesting game to watch. Um, we had Concords United defeat Bandits 14-6, and in the last game it was Demons 12 defeated Warriors 2. So it's getting clo- as it's getting closer and closer to the end, it's getting more and more interesting. Sonia, we are going to catch up next week. We'll talk some more about what's going on softball-wise. For people who want to check out a game, though, Blue Lake Sports Park each and every Saturday afternoon. Exactly. Sonia, we'll talk soon. Have a great day. Okay, thank you. Bye.